thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are in strange times, oh God, but we still thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you do mighty things, Lord. You do glorious things, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for our families, Lord Jesus. Thank you for all that concerns us, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you are, you're so interested in us, oh God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We glorify your holy name, Lord Jesus. Father, we bless your holy name, Lord. Libra kabayana na no shi andaga yara barara ru sekayana na no mashi ande sakara barara ru shi likara brana na 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 masana na 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 bashana na barire shikiyara brana
We worship you. Ah, in this time, Lord, we worship you. You are here. You are healing every heart. I worship you. I worship you. every month in the redeemed Christian church of God, we have opportunity to come together to give thanks to our God. And today is not exempted. We are going to thank God this morning. And I just want us to thank God with this scripture, 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 1. I love that scripture. Look at what Anna said. Anna said, and Anna prayed and said, my heart rejoiced in the Lord. 
My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in my salvation, in thy salvation. He says, my mouth is enlarged over my enemies. A lot of people have gone down the grave. It's not because they want to. It's not because they wish. But because death came claiming their lives. But here are we standing this morning. Because God gave us victory over coronavirus. God gave us victory over circumstances around us. God gave us victory over everything. God did not allow that to claim us. And that is the meaning of that prayer. He said, my mouth is enlarged. I want also thank God who has given us an enlarged mouth over our enemies, over circumstances around us, over those things that will have claimed our lives. But God did not allow it to happen. Let's give him praise. Let's give him honor. Let's give him adoration. He's worthy. Let's say, Father, we thank you for giving us an enlarged mouth. Father, for giving us joy in our hearts. For counting us among the living today. Father, we bless your holy name. We want to thank you specially for those people that were sick and you healed them as well. Father, we say thank you. You are a faithful God. We called upon you and you heard our voices. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness over our lives. Thank you, Lord, for your mercies and your loving kindness. We give you all the praise, my Father. We give you all the honor. We give you all adoration. Father, we say be exalted in the name of Jesus. Be exalted in the name of Jesus, King of glory. We give you all the praise. Thank you for giving us an enlarged mouth over our enemies. Thank you for giving us an enlarged mouth over coronavirus. Thank you for giving us an enlarged mouth over circumstances around us. You did not allow those circumstances to bow our head down. Father, we say thank you. We have risen this morning to say thank you, our Father. We have risen so roll on the floor for you and say there is none like you. We give you praise for being our hope, for being our shield, for being our shepherd, for not delivering us to the will of our enemies, for giving us an enlarged mouth, Lord, over the kingdom of darkness, for giving us an enlarged mouth over coronavirus, over our diseases around us. We say thank you, Jesus. Blessed, blessed, blessed be the holy name. Blessed be the holy name, King of glory. We return all glory, all honor, all adoration to you. Thank you, our Father. You are worthy. You are worthy. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. When you look at Psalm 136, verse 1 and 2, the Bible says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. He said, Oh, give thanks to the Lord of laws, for his mercies endureth forever. If you look at Lamentation 3, verse 22 and 23, the Bible says we are not consumed because of his mercies. Brethren, this morning I want us to thank God for the mercies of God that has preserved our life, that has preserved our well-wishers, that has preserved our family, that has preserved everything. Let's give him praise for his mercies. Let's say, Father, we give you all the honor. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you because we are not consumed today because of your mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for encompassing us with your mercy as with a shield. Father, we bless and adore you. We give you all the praise. What has stayed, what has sustained us now is your mercy. 
not anything, not because we know how to pray, not because we are your children, but your mercy has preserved our lives. Your mercy has preserved our going out and our coming. Your mercy has kept your church. Your mercy has kept every one of us. Father, we say thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your loving kindness. We give you praise. We give you honor. Our King and our Redeemer, we bless you, Lord, for priest assembly. Thank you for your mercy that is working for us. If not for your mercy, maybe people have, will have forgotten peace assembly. But you have kept us by your mercy. Daddy, we are not taking this for granted. We say thank you, Jesus, for your mercies over our lives, over our loved ones, over every members of peace assembly that we are not here today mourning any of us. We say thank you, Jesus, that none of us is attacked with the deadly virus. We say thank you, Jesus, that you preserved every one of us and you kept us by your mercy. That we return all glory to you. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There is none like you. You are the God that conquered our weaknesses. You conquered our enemy. You conquered every power that is rising up against us. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We give you all the praise and adoration. We say be exalted, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. And finally, we want to ask that the same God that kept us, that has brought us here to thank him today, we also keep us again throughout this month. And by next month, we are coming here to give him thanks and, and other thanks. Let's say, Father, we thank you because we know you are going to preserve us even beyond next month, Lord. Because none of us will be missing. Thank you, Jesus. Because none of us, we will not diminish in any form, in numbers, in any way we are not going to diminish. In the name of Jesus, thank you because you are going to keep us beyond next month, Lord. Because another Thanksgiving is coming for you next month. Every day of our life is a day of Thanksgiving. Father, we will ask, Lord, you will preserve every one of us. As many that are sick, you will heal them. You will give us another reasons, Lord, to come together and say, to say thank you to your holy name. We give you praise. We give you honor. You are worthy, my Father. You are worthy, King of glory. Be exalted, O Lord. Be exalted. Be exalted. Be exalted. Thank you, our Father. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Our Father, we thank you. King of glory, we give you praise and adoration. Father, we ask that your name be glorified in the name of Jesus. The fourth month, we ask, Lord, for every members of this assembly, both the ones at home and the ones here, that you will send us help from the four corners of the world in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask, Lord, for every one of us, because we have come today to give you thanks. Next month again, we will have reasons, Lord, to come together to give you thanks in the name of Jesus. As we continue, we ask that the spirit of the living God will continue with us in the name of Jesus. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. We hand over the service unto you. We ask that you take over the service, turn it to a supernatural service, and touch each and every one of us, both the one at home and everyone present here in the name of Jesus. Nobody will leave your presence empty-handed in the name of Jesus. Whatever power may be around that is want to hinder your work, we subdue those power this morning. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over there. We say, lose your hold over every member of this church in the name of Jesus. Thank you, our Father. 
We bless your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We have a way of shouting our hallelujah. And the numbers here will not determine how we shout it. So the, today we're going to shout hallelujah. Let the devil be mad that side. Know that God is here doing great in our midst. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Up to thee, thou lamb of Calvary. Savior divine. My faith looks up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary.
Father in heaven, we thank you. Indeed, our faith looks up to you. Thou Lamb of Calvary, Savior divine, we thank you, Lord, for this beautiful month of April. We worship and we adore you. Thank you because you are a good God. Thank you because you rule and reign in the affairs of men. Our Father in heaven, we want to thank you because April is the month of the year when you send help to the four corners of the world, from the east, from the west, from the north, from the south. Lord, today we pray that you please send help to your people, especially those of them that are born in this month in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm praying, oh God, that in a very special way, you will cause help to come for each one of them without fail in Jesus' name. Lord, it is into your hand we commit today's service. We pray, O oh Lord, that it will be a service where your name will be exalted in Jesus' name. Thank you, faithful Lord. Lord, we bless and we worship you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Shall we please be seated? God bless you. The theme for this month, by God's grace, is peace, be still. But today we'll be looking briefly into the word of God. And I want to believe that God will bless and will cause our joy to be full in Jesus' name. If you have your Bible, please turn with me this morning to the book of Isaiah 49, 13 to 16. Book of Isaiah. Book of Isaiah. And we read from 14 chapter 49, 13 to 16. And it says, Sing, O heaven, and be ye joyful, O earth, and break forth into singing. Somebody will break forth into singing this month in Jesus' name. It says, O mountains, for the Lord hath comforted his people, and he will have mercy upon his afflicted. Verse 14 says, But Zion said, The Lord had forsaken me. My Lord had forgotten me. And a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb. Yea, they may forget yet will I not forget thee. Verse 16 says, Behold, I have driven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. Thy walls are continually before me. The topic that we will be looking at this morning is there is hope for you. Because God will still every storm in our lives in Jesus' name. 
that passage we read tells us just one thing. God is always on time. God is never late. No matter what we are going through, there is hope for us in times like this in Jesus' name. I want to begin by looking at what is hope? Because I know there is hope for somebody listening to me today. What is hope? Hope means to leave room for God that he might manifest himself. Leaving room for God so that he can manifest himself. As human beings, I cannot solve every problem. I cannot cure every hurt or avoid every fear. But there is one thing I can do. I can always give God the benefit of doubt. Give him room. I don't have answers. And I may not have answers to every issues and every dilemma of life. But I can always give room for God to prove his almightiness. And for somebody listening to me today, God will prove his almightiness in your life in Jesus' name. Lamentation 3 verse 26. Lamentation 3 verse 26. Look at what the Bible says. It, says, it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the almighty God. And if you look at 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 13, he said, wherefore, guard up the loins of your mind. He says, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to assure you one more time, there is hope for you. No one can face, and I agree with that, the challenges and all that is going on, not only in our nation, but in this entire world, that will expect future, in, I mean, expect success in the nearest future without putting his trust, his hope in the Almighty God. The problem facing mankind today, whether we like it or not, Christians inclusive, they are multifaceted. For some people, it could be financial. For some people, it could be emotional. For some people, it could even be spiritual. For some, it is one thing or the other. But God asked me to assure you today that there is hope for you. That is coming through for you in the name of Jesus. Things may look hopeless, but you are not hopeless. I say things may look hopeless, but you are not hopeless. God is asking me to assure you that he has a plan for your life. Today, you will see all your challenges, all your impossibilities. You will see them disappear in the name of Jesus. God was talking to the children of Israel. He said, the Egyptians that you see today, the corona that you see today, you will see no more. You will prevail over every challenges facing you today in the name of Jesus. The Lord will remove obstacles. He will remove resistance. He will remove stagnation. Both natural and spiritual in your life in Jesus' name. You will actualize your plan this year in Jesus' name. Nothing will hinder you from getting to where God has originally planned for you in Jesus' name. I want you to know there is what? There is hope for you. 
The Bible contains the it contains answers to human problems. Hope, according to the Bible, means you are joyfully looking forward to something that you know will soon take place. Hope, according to the Bible, is the power which defies trials. It defies storms. It defies circumstances. It defies even discouragement. Hope is able to see the good that hides in every situation of life. We are living in a situation where people are jittery, they are afraid, but do you know some people are catching on, on it and they are making the best after the situation. No matter what is going on in our nation, and in fact in the entire world, hope gives us assurance that the Lord's abiding presence is always there. And my prayer for you is that you catch it on it in Jesus' name. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. Look at what the Bible says. Hebrews 13 verse 5. It says, no matter what is happening, you can find hope. It says you can find security. It says you can find strength, salvation, and mercy God. He says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave you and forsake you. Brethren, there is hope for you. God has promised he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And that is why, even in these times we find ourselves, there is hope for you. Because the almighty God himself, the one that bears the entire world in his hand, says, I will never leave you, neither will I forsake you. Our hope in God will always turn adversity, crisis, into a stepping stone. And this stepping stone in turn will end in resounding victory and testimony. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Isaiah 60 verse 90. Look at what the Lord says there. Isaiah 60 verse 19. Isaiah 60 verse 19. He says, and let's read it together. He says, Isaiah 60 verse 19. The sun shall be no more than light. Day, neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee, but the Lord Himself shall be unto thee an everlasting light and the God thy glory. And if you look at Psalm 66, verse 12, Psalm 66, verse 12, the Bible equally assures us, He said, Thou hast caused men, even though, to ride over our heads. He said, we went through fire. And I know during this period, some people have gone through fire. He said, we went through water. But the condition there is that God brought us out into a wealthy place. By the time it is all said and done, God will bring you out into a wealthy place in Jesus' name. Hope in God grants us power to look beyond the present the prevailing circumstances, the seasons of contradiction. It gives us the ability to see that God can do all things. Romans chapter 5 verse 5 says, hope gives you expectation that when things, they are looking bad, 
He says you will never be put to shame. That things will be all right. And I want to pray for somebody here that may be going through one thing or the other. All will be all right with you in Jesus' name. So keep hope alive in Jesus' name. God has everything we need. He has everything that we desire. In fact, he is everything that we need. If you look at Psalm 55 verse 22, that is what the Bible says. God has everything and indeed is everything that we need. Psalm 55 22. Psalm 55 verse 22. It says, cast thy bodies upon the Lord, not upon your friend, and he shall sustain thee. He shall not suffer the righteous. You will not be moved in Jesus' name. There are examples of people in the Bible that had hope. Abraham was a very good example. You find the story in Genesis. You find it in Romans. Abraham had hope. And that's why today we call him the father of faith. Though he and the wife, Sarah, were old and they were beyond hope to even have a baby. Abraham, however, believed God. He believed God's promises that they would have a son. And you know one thing about God? God kept his own side of the bargain. Abraham, who was time to be childless, became the father of many nations. In times like this, this time that we find ourselves, God has made some promises to you. And I want to encourage you by those promises. And these promises, I believe, will give you hope in Jesus' name. And let me tell you something. No matter the crisis going on in our world today, God is going to pay you a visit of joy. If you don't believe me, I know. He's going to pay you a visit of joy. Isaiah 43, 15 to 21. Isaiah 43, 15 to 21. God will pay you a visit. He says, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Verse 16 says, Thus said the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea and path in the mighty waters, Why, which bringeth forth the chariots and horses, the army and the power. He said, they shall lie down together, they shall not rise. They are extinct. And I want you to know Corona is extinct. They are quenched as tall. Corona is quenched as tall. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Verse 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Verse 20 says, The beast of the field shall honor me, the dragon, the owls, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen one. Now look at the last verse there, 20, 21 says, These people have I formed for myself. They shall show for this month you will show for the praises of God. This situation you will show for the praises of God. You are at the threshold of a life-changing divine visitation. And I want you to know that whatever may be happening, God is visiting you in Jesus' name. 
In times like this, God's promises to give you hope, especially for those of us who are sick at this moment and may be in pain. Look at what the Lord says. He says in James chapter 5, verse 14 and 16. James chapter 5, 14 and 16. He says, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. But look at verse 16. 16 says, confessing your fault one to another and praying one for another that you may be healed. If you are sick today, I decree that you are healed in Jesus' name. Because the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth more. The Bible assures, it said, himself took our infirmity. He said, you were healed by his Christ. And in the mandate of the Almighty God, we declare you healed in the name of Jesus. Now, for those of us who are afraid of what the future holds, God, whether we like it or not, if there is anything that is going on today, it's fear. People are apprehensive. Take God's promises in Isaiah 41 verse 10. Look at what it says. Isaiah 41 verse 10. And I read, it said, Fear thou not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yea, I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. You know what God is saying there? He said, God is the only one who has all the answers to all questions of life. Leave everything in God's hand. He will take care of you. That is what he's saying. You will not sorrow over anyone this season in the name of Jesus. I say you will not sorrow over anyone this season in Jesus' name. Now, for those of us who are worried about our finances, let me assure you of one thing. God, God, will meet you at the point of your need. Look at what Matthew 6 33 says. And we all know it. He said seek ye first the kingdom. Matthew 6 33. He said but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things all these things the Lord will add all these things to you today. You will never lack in Jesus name. And for those of us who may be afraid of death due to COVID-19 uh, it's not coming near you. Uh, John 10, 27 to 28 says, John chapter 10, 27 to 28. John chapter 10, 27 to 28. It says, and it came to pass at the time of the going down of the sun that who? I said John 10, 27 to 28. He said, my sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. Verse 28, look at what it says. He said, I give unto them eternal life. God is not giving you death. He's giving you what? He's giving you eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any, whatever the name may be, pluck them out of my hand. That is the word of God for you today. You shall never perish in Jesus' name. And if you look at 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, God cares for you. He cares for your well-being. 1 Peter 5, 7. He says, be sober, be vigilant, because your advice.
looking for whom he may devour. He said, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. For he cares for you. God cares for you. And today, everything about you, he will handle in Jesus' name. Now, for those of us who are discouraged and see no hope in all that is happening at this moment, God is asking me to tell you something. He asked me to assure you of his precious promises. If you look at Romans chapter 8, verse 28, Romans 8, 28, Romans 8, 28, he says, and I read, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Is there anybody who loves God here? Then the Bible says, all things will work together for good for you, for those that are called by him. So, do you seem battered and it looks as if you are sinking? God says all things will work together for you. Do you feel that the world is coming to an end? God said everything will work together for you. Do you think you are afraid? You know, the Bible says I should assure you, keep hope alive. Look up to Jesus and reach out to him as your savior. Reach out to him as your rock. Reach out to him as the one who can do all things because there is what? There is hope for you. As a roundup, why do we need to wait and hope in God? I mean, there must be some reasons why would you hope and wait for God. The Bible tells us something in Job 22-29. Job 22-29. He said, when men are saying there is casting down, then you, by the power of the Holy Ghost, shall say, there is what? There is lifting up. For all that is under the sound of my voice today, I decree unto you, there is lifting up for you. The Lord shall save you in the name of Jesus. You will not perish in the name of Jesus. Why do we need to wait for God? Just two reasons or three. One, to renew our strength. We need to wait and have hope to renew our strength. Psalm 27 verse 14. Psalm 27 verse 14. Psalm 27 verse 14. Look at what it says. He said, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say. On who? On God. How many times did you see wait there? He said, wait. Wait, wait. In times like this, anxiety will, should not have place in your heart. It shouldn't have place in your life. Trust and rely on God. Because Psalm 144 verse 3, Psalm 144 verse 3 says, God recognizes your importance. He recognizes who you are. You matter and you count before God. In fact, the Bible says you are a VIP. So if you're a VIP, very important personality before God, then your trust, your concern, your confidence should be in who? In God. Turn to your neighbor and say, God is mindful of you. And during this period, there will be nothing, no shaking for you in Jesus' name. Number two, why do we need to wait and hope in God? To obtain help and protection. To obtain help and protection. Psalm 33 verse 20. Look at what it says. 
Psalm 33, verse 20. Psalm 33, verse 20. It says, Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Nahum. You say, what is Nahum? It's in the Bible. Nahum chapter 1, verse 7. Nahum chapter 1, verse 7. Look at what it says. It says, Nahum chapter 1, verse 7. He said, the Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble. He said, he knows them that trust in him. You see, you may use your mouth to say you are trusting God, but God says he knows those ones that trust in him. And that is why today, you will receive help. You will receive protection in the name of Jesus. Let God take over all your cares. Let him have all your worries because he is ready to give to you protection and help in Jesus' name. And finally, why do we need to wait and hope in God? To obtain answers to prayers. Obtain answers to prayers. Psalm 40 verses 1 to 3. Psalm 40, verses 1 to 3. Psalm 40, verses 1 to 3. He says in times like this, learn to use the weapon of prayer. And he says, I waited patiently. For who? The Lord. And he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Verse 2 says, He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miracle, and set my feet upon the rock and established my going. Verse 3 now says, and he had put a new song. This month, God is putting a new song unto you. Even praise unto our God. Many, not few, many shall see it. And that's why you'll be alive. Because many will do what? They will see it and fear and shall trust in who? In the Lord. One more time. There is hope for you. I said there is hope for you. Psalm 121, verse 7 and 8. Psalm 121, verses 7 and 8. Look at what the Bible says. It says, the Lord shall preserve you. I pray the Lord will preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. Verse 8 says something. It says, the Lord shall preserve thy going out. So, and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. So shall it be. You have God. And he has promised all this. So when you go, anywhere you go, God will always be there for you in Jesus' name. I want us to please bow down our heads as we pray. You are here today, or under the sound of my voice, you have not given your life to Christ. If there is anything that guarantees your safety, if there is anything that guarantees your protection, if there is anything that guarantees your well-being, is to draw closer to God. Maybe you are here, you have not given your life to Christ. I plead with you. Surrender your life. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. For God so loved the world that he gave the only gift he has, a precious gift, that is his son. And whosoever believe 
not perish, but they will have everlasting life. What God is offering to you is not just life at the moment, it's an eternity with him. You have not given your life to Christ, especially those of us that are watching us via internet. We plead with you, surrender your life today. And I pray that today God will beautify your life in Jesus' name. He will remove shame. The glory of God will be upon you. And God will connect you divinely. The story of your life will change for good. And every blessing that has eluded you, God will bring to pass in Jesus' name. Finally, I want to pray for those of us that are here and those that are watching via internet that God will cause your hope to rise in Jesus' name. God keeps his promises. His mercies never come to an end. And so I stand as God representative and declare into your life this month of April that it is a new season for you in Jesus' name. God, who gave Mary Magdalene a street woman, a demon-possessed woman, gave her a fresh start. This month of April, God will give you a fresh start in Jesus' name. Those who have written you off will come and ask for your help in the name of Jesus. This new month, I declare by faith that you shall sing a new song in Jesus' name. All things, all tears of sorrow, sinful habits, old affliction will be gone in Jesus' name. I command light to come into your life. May the Lord take over the battle of your life and grant you deliverance during this period in Jesus' name. You shall no longer be robbed of your inheritance in Christ in Jesus' name. Ah, I pray you shall no longer be grounded by the devil in Jesus' name. Henceforth, your life shall be a living proof of the faithfulness of God in the land of the living. It shall be well with you. Your tomorrow will be alright. This month, you shall be having an unending testimony for you and for your family in Jesus' name. The Lord shall give you joy. He shall give you great joy. He shall give you exceeding joy. He shall give you exceedingly great joy. The Lord will give you unspeakable joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the name of the Lord. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah.
lives to Christ, I just want us to say this prayer that Lord Jesus, come into my heart, be my Lord and my personal Savior. Do what only you can do in my life. Turn my life around. I come before your holy throne. I acknowledge that I've sinned and I've been a sinner. I ask that you wash me clean in your blood. I ask that the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross will work for me today in the name of Jesus. Today I declare that I'm a child of God. Today I declare I'm a son of the kingdom. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. I want us to stretch for our hands towards our pastor. I just want us to pray that Father, fresh unction, fresh anointing, fresh grace, Lord, you release upon him today in the name of Jesus. The fresh fire of the Most High God, fresh anointing, Lord, of your spirit, release upon him today in the name of Jesus. Do what only you can do in his life, Lord, today. Fresh oil, Lord Jesus, release upon him in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, in this season, Lord, you cause him to rise. In this season, Lord, you cause him, Lord, to fly high in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Father, that the words that have come today, Lord Jesus Christ, they will find good ground in our hearts in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be unto your name. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. Wherever we are, let's put our hands together for Jesus. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So um, our services will still continue like this, um, online services. Uh, you know, we're moving with the times. God will continue to help us. God will continue to strengthen us in Jesus' name. So um, from 10 o'clock to 11.30, so we'll still be meeting and um, streaming online. Our Wednesday services are still on hold for now. Wednesday services are still on hold for now. By God's grace, um, with as, as the times and the things unfold, we'll give more information out about it. Pray that God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, we want to give our tithes. Um, we want to give our tithes this morning. Our tithes and our offerings. And um, I just want us to read a verse of scripture for tithes. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. 2 Corinthians 9, and we start from verse 6. We start from verse 6. Praise God. One thing I always understand, one thing I always believe is that you know, when you give your tithes and give your offering, you must give it with understanding. You must give it with the knowledge of it. Because when you give it with understanding, then you don't fall prey to different doctrines or whatever people say. You know what is supposed to be done. The Bible says in verse 6, it says, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall also reap sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall also reap bountifully. So that's the basis of giving. You decide whether you're sowing sparingly or you decide whether you're sowing bountifully. Then we go to verse 7. He now says in verse 7, That every man, according as he has proposed in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or out of necessity, for God loves who? God loves a cheerful giver. So we don't give under compulsion. We don't give under, um, uh, uh, you know, like somebody's cajoling you to give. But from verse 6, we understand that you either sow sparingly or you sow bountifully. And as you, have, as you bring out your tithe or as you bring out your offering, in verse 7, it then says that you give with a cheerful heart. You give because you say, Lord, this is what I've decided to give you. Praise God. So whatever that decision is, is between you and God. That Father, I've come with my tithe and 
I've come to honor you. I've come to respect you. I've come to thank you for what you have done. And I give you this portion. I could have kept this money in my house. I could have used it to do something else. But I'm honoring you with this. And I trust you for more. So the blessing is in verse 8. After you have fulfilled these principles, verse 8 now says, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. So after you have decided in your heart what to give God, and you have decided whether you are giving sparingly or you are giving bountifully, it says that God is able to make all, all grace abound towards you. So, as many of us that are here that are paying our tithes, if you're paying online, if you're paying online, you can go to our church website, uh, rccgpsassemblyga.com. Once again, that's rccgpsassemblyga.com. And you can give online. We have Izel, um, rccgpsassembly at gmail.com. And in the Cash App, there's also um, Peace Assembly G. Praise God. You can also give through PayPal. So, all these things you can find if you're giving online, you can find this information with on rccgpsassemblyga.com. Praise the Lord. Amen. But wherever we are, that if we're giving your tithes here, you can please come to the front. And if you're giving your tithes in your house or at home, you can just hold that tithe. Just bring that tithe before God. Hold that tithe in your hands. If there's anybody here who's giving a tithe, you can please come to the front. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just want us to leave that tide unto the Lord and speak. Speak over it. Speak over it. The Bible says, as you speak in my ears, who will I do? So I just want us to speak over our tides and say, Father, this month, oh God, there's abundance. There's increase in the name of Jesus. Lord, in these times where it looks like things are not in surplus or they're not in, 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 in that much, in, in that much uh, abundance, Father, Lord, I still sow. I invest, oh God. Even physically, we understand that these are the best times to buy shares and to buy stocks because they are so low right now. So, Father, this one is my investment in the kingdom of heaven. This is my investment in the kingdom of heaven. And, Father, I thank you because the harvest is coming. I thank you because the harvest is coming. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for favor. I thank you for abundance. I thank you for more. I thank you for increase. I thank you for increase. I thank you because you will make every blessing and every earthly favor come to me in abundance in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, because this is my assurance of grace. I thank you because this is my assurance of grace. Therefore, there shall no evil before me. Neither shall any plague come near my dwelling place. They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. He has given His angels charge over me to guard me in all of my ways. They shall bear me up in their hands lest I dash my foot against the stone. I thank you because I've set my love upon thee, Lord. You will lift me up. You will lift me high. You will deliver me. You will honor me because I've known your name. I thank you because of this insurance, oh God, of this of grace, Lord. With long life, will you satisfy me and show me your salvation? Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord Jesus Christ, for the tithe. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for our tithes, oh God Almighty. We thank you, Lord, because it's not by power, it's not by might, but it's by your mercy, it's by your grace. From the supply that you have given unto us, we come to honor you, Lord. We come to honor you, Lord Jesus. And we respect you, Lord, because you are our God. 
You're the one who waters the ground for us. You're the one who causes the increase. You're the one who causes the fruits to come out. And from the fruits that you have given us, Lord, we honor you this morning. And we thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, because we know that the blessing, Lord, is coming upon us. We thank you because we know, Lord, you have multiplied the seeds that we have sown. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because you have blessed, you have accepted our tithes, O oh God. And thank you, Lord, because you rebuke the devourer of our sick. Thank you, Lord, because you open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, Lord, whereby we will not have room to contain it. We thank you for the blessing. 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 We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. With Jesus' joy, let's drop our tithes. Pray that God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. I will drop all our offerings this Thanksgiving time. Amen. Let's package all our offerings. And uh, we're going to give both our offerings and our Thanksgiving at the same time. You may ask me today, why do we need to give thanks? So many reasons. One, because you are alive and well. Okay, Bible tells us Matthew 22 to 23 is of His mercy will not consume. Some people have been consumed. We are alive. We have reasons to give thanks. And you may say again, why do you need to give thanks today? Preservation. You are preserved from all evil. Bible tells us Psalm 121, 7-8. He said you preserve your going out and coming in. So many of us who have gone out and have come back. You may ask me, why do I need to give time this day? The Bible tells Psalm 41 verse 2 that he has not delivered us to the will of our enemies. The enemy have tried and planned, but the Bible tells Psalm 41 verse 2, it says that he has not delivered us from the will, to the will of our enemies. So as we begin to prepare our Thanksgiving offering today, remember the Bible tells Psalm 103 verse 3, he says, he have healed us from all diseases. He have healed us. Then above all, there are more than conquerors. What does that mean? Romans 37, we are victorious. And I know that we we'll continually be victorious in Jesus' name. And the word of God tells us, and it's 7, 5 to 7, he says, when praises go up, what happened? So let's just stand up and raise up our thanksgiving offering and tell God, Lord, as I give this today, let my abundance come down. Let my wealth and riches come down. Let my divine head come down. Tell the Almighty God, by reason of this today, that you are exempted from all evil. Elon Ezekiel 9, verse 6. By Israel, this today, you are exempted from all evil. No evil is permitted to touch you. That by reason of this today, Elon Psalm 23, verse 1, Psalm 20, verse 1, you will not suffer lack. You will not tell the Almighty God, by reason of this Thanksgiving, you will not suffer lack. In the name of Jesus. Tell the Almighty God, by reason of this today, 
The line with the word of God, number 3149, you will not suffer loss. None of, no person in this place will die. Will not suffer loss. Will not suffer loss. Will not suffer loss. In the name of Jesus. And as for giving, I prophesy that from now, all things will work for our good. We'll learn to nation and not borrow. And whether it shall be in our house, and we will bless the work of our hand. And now we say, I am sick. The Lord has that at T24, but it's all this giving today. None here, or none that is listening, we say, I am sick in the name of Jesus. And our church shall be full. And we decree, but it's all this are giving today. Coronavirus, it declared extinct. It declared dead all over the world. And let only your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Amen.
him again and just say thank you to him and just say thank you Jesus for causing the plague to pass over us to pass over our households to pass over our loved ones for the mercy that we have received we have not taken it for granted I want us to tell the Lord thank you again and again and again and again that the plague has passed over us the Lord has caused us to live in the land of Goshen we are saying, Lord, thank you this afternoon, this morning, Lord, we are grateful. Lord, we are grateful over our lives, over our families, over our loved ones. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. You do not allow us to sorrow. You have spared our eyes from weeping. You have spared our heart from sorrow. Lord, we are grateful, O God, for giving us mercy, for your divine intervention. Blessed be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. We are just going to pray one quick prayer for those that are struggling for their life right now. There are many that are battling for their life. Please believe it. The fact that God is only allowing you to hear it on the news is mercy from God. Oh, many are struggling for their life. Just struggling for their life. One major thing that thing does is that it's pressed like kind of like a mucus over the lungs. That is the make that so that they cannot breathe. And that is the evil of that thing. So we're going to say, Father, as many as are struggling, they are between life and death. We are saying, Father, we stand in the gap this morning. I want you to open your mouth with a loud voice. Lord, we stand in the gap this morning. Some are between life and death. Struggling for their very existence. I want you to break up every mucus over their lungs. That thing that comes to arrest the lungs, whatever is in that virus that arrests the lungs, we curse it this morning. In the name of Jesus, we curse it. In the name of Jesus, we curse you. We curse you, coronavirus. We curse the powers behind you. In the name of Jesus, we curse your power. We curse your, your, your operation. In the name of Jesus, we break your hold. In the name of Jesus, as many as afflicted will receive divine intervention. Lord will receive mercy. Lord will receive mercy. Lord will receive divine intervention. We'll receive healing. We'll receive deliverance. As many as are in ICUs around the nations of the world, many on ventilator. Lord, you will show them mercy. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. For one second, I want to pray for healthcare workers. They are really exposed. Many of them are fearful. Many don't want to go to work. I want you to pray for them. Many are dying because of their, their, I mean, because they're in healthcare. I want us to pray for them this morning. As many as are in healthcare, that have no choice than to care, the Lord protects them. I want you to pray, say, Father, protect them. All our doctors, all our nurses, not just the ones in our church, around the nations of the world. Many doctors have died. Many nurses are struggling for their life. Many are in ICU, many are on ventilator. Say, Father God, you will show them mercy. You will reward them for patient care. They will not become statistics just for patient care. You will reward them, they will not die because of it. Father, mercy, O God. Lord, we call them mercy. Lord, we call them mercy. Lord, we call them protection. What has my suit cannot do? 
let your blood do what hand sanitizer cannot do. Let your blood do. Father, we thank you because you have heard us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Finally, you are going to say, Lord, a thousand may fall by my side. Ten thousand by my right hand. I refuse for you to come near me. Open your mouth and declare protection by yourself one more time. A thousand may fall by my side. Ten thousand by my right hand. It will not come near me. It will not come near my children. It will not come near my husband. It will not come near my siblings. It will not come near my in-laws. It will not come near my every any member of this church. Father, Share the grace in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Tell your neighbor, surely. God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. And you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Go and prosper and remain healthy in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord.